but it's like 300 pages, at least. Any code book, plumbing code, mechanical code, building code. Building codes are back on the agenda for Topeka City Council. Building codes and the process of approving them has been reviewed by committees and discussed by the council in the past, but they haven't been passed yet. Why is that? What is it about building codes that has city council going through all this effort? Then, we'll catch you up on some news you might have missed. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm not sure what time you're listening to me right now. I'm just glad that you are. My name is Blaze Mesa, and this is the news from Our City. Hello, Kansas. Thank you very much. Hello, Kansas. From the steps of City Hall, let's move forward together. Let's move forward in unity. To the county commissioners. This outbreak is running ahead of us big time. We've got your local government news right here. Motion carries 3-0. Next item. We are experimenting with the format a bit this week and planning on giving you a very shortened episode that explains something that's happening at Topeka City Council. Back in February, City Council was preparing to approve the 2015 International Building Codes. Now, you're probably wondering two things right now. Really, Blaze? A podcast about building codes? Yes, it's a podcast about building codes. This is important. You are probably also wondering why a 2015 building code was being voted on in 2021. That has to do with the city's policy of reviewing these codes. A review board goes through each code and tailors it specifically to Topeka's needs. When we go through the code books, I don't know how familiar you are with the code book, but it's like 300 pages, at least. Any code book, plumbing code, mechanical code, building code. That was Richard Faulkner, Director of Developmental Services, talking to City Council in February. These reviews can sometimes take up to a year, and some code books are around 1,000 pages long. This can lead to delays. Delays so long that the 2015 International Building Code was replacing the city's 1997 code. Yes, you heard that correctly. Topeka currently has a code from 1997 in place. That building code is older than me. Literally. I was born in 1998 and was able to graduate from college, find a job, and move to Topeka before the building code could get updated. So then why does the city have this process in place if codes from 1997 are still around? Back to Faulkner for that answer. Is they, We have a process that if, it, if, if you can't meet a certain requirement of our code, you can request an appeal or a variant. There are a lot of appeals to our building board of appeals because things in the code weren't allowing them to do what they wanted to do. But city council wasn't too pleased with that logic. I guess I I understand what you're saying, and I understand the process and appreciate the process. I guess at some point you've got to ask the question, do we continue to do something just because we've always done it that way? Or is somebody asking the question is, should we be, for the most part, adopting these codes the way they are? Sounds like it would save a lot of time if we, if we could head down that road. And that was Councilmember Neil Dobler back in February. City Council then sent this decision to be reviewed by the Policy and Finance Committee. That committee met again with city staff to create this recommendation. And I quote, The committee did not commence with a formal motion, however, voiced consensus to update the building codes on an as-you-go basis, with the latest possible versions available. 
Direction to staff also included reducing the length of the typical review schedule to minimize delays and to be as efficient as possible with the review timeline. Staff will now be bringing the 2021 versions to the governing body for adoption later this year. So why am I telling you all this? City Council on Tuesday, April 13th will again be voting on building codes. I figured this was something important and something you might want to know. We may be trying this format a little more often, but with that said, it's time to shift on to the end of our podcast here and tell you some news that you might have missed. First, from the Shawnee County Commission. Good morning, Commissioners. Kurt Niehouse, Director of Public Works. Uh, All of our projects can't be glorious new construction like Southeast 45th and Southeast 29th. There are times we have to maintain what we have. This is an example. The commissioners approved a project bid to repair the joints on 6th Avenue between Southeast Croco Roads and Highway K4. The work on the concrete pavement will be done on westbound lanes only. Eastbound lanes could be done in 2022. Back to that commission meeting with Commission Chair Kevin Cook. And what I understand is that we're going to be replacing the joints or the seams between the stretches of concrete. That is correct, sir. So we're not ripping out all of the concrete. Nope, nope, not at this time. So as we're driving down the road, the parts that we hear thump, 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 thump as our tires go across the seams, that's the part we would be addressing. That's correct. Topeka City Council also delayed a vote relating to the Topeka Zoo. The city transferred daily management of the zoo to nonprofit group Friends of the Topeka Zoo, but the council still wants some representation in zoo matters. The governing body was going to select one city council member to serve on the Friends of the Topeka Zoo's board. The council was preparing to select Mike Lesser, but he missed the council meeting. I, I really don't want to start this precedence of having people not here texting yes or no because I, I, I really think. We need to make sure that it's above the board, and he's here. It's only a week. That was Councilmember Sylvia Ortiz. No other council members expressed interest in the role at last Tuesday's meeting. Lesser told the council that he is interested in the position, but the council thought it was best to wait. And finally, Michael Odudapan is the founder and CEO of Omni Circle Group. Omni Circle basically started with a, like you said, a nonprofit uh, mission of uniting and strengthening communities. Um, basically by adding value to the personal professional development of our members. Um, What we really wanted to do is um, create a space where individuals could take responsibility for their community instead of allowing or waiting for someone to do it for them. For more discussion on Omni Circle Group, listen to It's Your Business, the Capital Journal's business podcast. Just search It's Your Business in the streaming app you're listening to right now. You can also go to cjonline.com and search It's Your Business to find the podcast that way. That's going to do it for us here today. For more Capital City news, you can follow us on our social medias. We are at CJ Online on Twitter and the Topeka Capital Journal on Facebook and Instagram. My name is Blaze Messa, and it's been an honor, a pleasure, and a privilege. I'll see you all next week.